Hello and welcome to City on Air News. My name is Camilla Nygaard Larson. And my name is Rob Cook, and we'll be taking you through this week's show. This week, we give you a full sports report. Freya has found out what the COIP is all about, and we brief you on the upcoming students' union elections. But first, yesterday was International Women's Day, a day to celebrate women's achievements and inspire future generations. Liz Howell, director of broadcasting at City, has started a petition for fairness, promoting a better representation of women within the media. Our reporter, Sylvia Morrow, caught up with her to discuss what she's doing. When the International Women's Day was being celebrated, I went to find out more about the Women Expert campaign. This campaign is led by the university's deputy head of journalism, Liz Howell, and it aims to encourage broadcast outlets to increase the number of female experts interviewed on TV and radio. Liz Howell told me how this idea came to life. About two years ago, I noticed listening to BBC Radio 4 in the morning that there hadn't been a female voice on the programme for about 20 minutes. Now I realise that was probably a good day because it can go 40 minutes, 50 minutes sometimes without a female voice. So um, with some students, just casually, we started noting how often women were interviewed on several programmes. And what we found was that professional women journalists or presenters weren't on as often as men. But it wasn't too bad. It, I mean, it, it should be better, but it wasn't a disaster. There were quite often good women correspondents and journalists. But when you looked at women members of the public who were interviewed, they were in a very small minority, especially as authority figures. The Expert Women campaign is being run through the broadcast magazine. Currently, the campaign is circulating a petition that asks media outlets to set a specific target of ensuring that at least 30% of all experts interviewed on broadcast media are female. Liz also told me about the figure so far. We're up to 450 plus on the petition. Um, petitions are quite difficult to get people to sign, you know. I think if you're protecting a small furry animal, you probably get lots of people signing them. And if you're doing something quite complicated like this, it's a bit slower. But we're now getting up to speed with the petition, and it's putting on about 50 signatures a day. Um, so we're very confident of getting to a 1,000 before too long. The main reason to support this campaign is to see women fairly represented on media forums and to show the diversity of our society, Liz said. The deputy head of journalism also mentioned what city students can do to help this cause besides signing the petition. We talk about it, and even if they don't agree with it, they can talk about why they disagree with it. But I do think from the people I've talked to that, that most folk do agree. We're not asking for a lot. We're not asking for 50-50 male-female. We realize that women are not going to be as available for all sorts of complicated reasons like family responsibilities and so on. But it, it's a really quite a moderate campaign, and if city students could back us, that would be really great. If you haven't signed the petition and you're interested in doing so, just go to the Broadcast Magazine website and choose the Expert Woman menu. The food co-op at City had a stall on the main walkway on Tuesday to showcase local food and produce. Freya Hudson spoke to Issa Cook, who's actually here with us in the studio today, to find out what the co-op is all about. The Co-op Store was a part of City's Fair Trade Fortnight activities and also supported City's sustainable food objectives. Its purpose is to sell locally sourced products at wholesale prices, including tea and spices, dried beans and lentils and other fair trade items. I spoke to Izzy Cook, who was working on the store. 
what we do is we order all of the um, the products wholesale and we get it in, in kind of huge boxes of bulk, which means that when we sell it, we can sell it kind of 100 grams, 200 grams for really cheap. Most of our products that we have, kind of like rice, beans, lentils, come between 10 and 15 20p like per 100 grams so it's really cheap uh, and then we kind of buy in um, honey and jams and oils all at kind of wholesale prices um, and it's all organic and fair trade you know as much as it can be and we all try and keep it local as well. You may remember the cup holding a stool last year when the farmers market was here for Green City Week and it looks like it may become a more regular site at the university. We are hoping to have it every two weeks, um, but we're not sure what days yet. But um, if you keep, keep having a look on the City Point environmental group, we'll let you know any updates. And now we hand over to Joe Holding for a roundup of what's coming up over the next week. Well, it's that time of year again as the campaigning period for the Students' Union elections has officially begun. Over the next couple of weeks, candidates will be debating, arguing and putting forward their cases in order to earn your vote. The elections themselves will take place between Monday the 19th and Thursday the 22nd of March, with results being announced on Friday the 23rd of March at 6pm in Sadler's Bar. Elsewhere, Raising and Giving Week, or RAG Week as it's otherwise known, will be running from Monday the 12th to Friday the 16th of March. The aim is to generate as much money as possible for two charities which have yet to be revealed, with a target of raising £500 per day. There will be a series of fundraising events taking place around the campus, including hand massages and henna painting. That said, Rag Week's main event is the I Love Naughty 90s music night in Sadler's Bar. City graduate Luke Smith will be taking on the role of DJ for the evening and will be playing some of the best music tracks from the 90s and noughties. The event will take place on Wednesday the 14th of March from 8pm till 1am. Entry is free and donations to the Rag Week charities can be made in the collection buckets that will be placed around the bar. First year creative industry students are putting on four gigs in the studio theatre at Camden's legendary roundhouse between 16th and 19th of March. Jay, Habiba and Izzy are here to report. Does my offbeat look bigger this? Starts off the weekend on Friday 16th of March with a night of reggae, ska and everything in between. Prepare to be taken from England to Jamaica with reggae dub masters. General Roots with a guest performance from Cochin and the King's Evil, topping off tonight with a hint of second wave scar from Call Me Malcolm. Ireland's answer to Wide V's Hush War Cry play on Sunday 18th March. These Southern Irish boys are chipped for big things in 2012 following success of the recently released EP Apparations. Also contributing their dazzling voices in the evening will be the sounds of Kimina and Elizabeth Winter. These ingredients result in a spine-tingling ambience that nobody could refuse on a Sunday evening in March. Doors open at 7.30pm. Next up on Monday evening is Plug in the Synth, an intimate night of weird and wonderful international electronic music from two of the coolest up-and-coming European bands called FAQ from Switzerland and Kimono from Lithuania. Doors open at 7pm. And finally, just off the back of their UK tour, Franco will be closing their four nights. Uh, they are a young band from South London who have achieved plenty. Playing for London's City Showcase, touring in Thailand and taking their live show to New York. They've supported acts such as Elliot Minor, Room 94 and Dave Giles on their U UK national tours. They'll be supported uh, by Aswell's Collide and Jamie Johnson on the night. Uh, do not miss this exclusive performance from the hottest pop punk band to emerge from South London. CIFD presents four nights of diverse music from reggae to electronica to acoustic indie. For more information on tickets and prices, go to theroundhouse.org.uk or cifdpresents.co.uk. And now over to Camilla for sports. 
Currently standing at 104th in the Bucks League table, City Sport this week consists of three wins and two losses. Victories coming for the men's first football team, who beat Middlesex 4-2. Other victories came in men's hockey and women's basketball, both having walkover victories against Suffolk and St George's, respectively. Unfortunately, the men's basketball team crashed out of the cup to Southbank in a close-scoring contest, losing 58-52. The second men's football team suffered a heavy 9-1 loss away to East London. Hopefully they'll bounce back next week. That's all from Sports This Week. That's all from us here in the studio today, but make sure you join us next week for our election special. I'm Camilla Nigolashen. And I'm Rob Cook, and this has been City On Our News. (laughs) 